Good day to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Film Focus episode 117, the review for Raya and the Last Dragon. Ladies and gentlemen of the North, South, East and West and welcome to another episode of Film Focus. I am your host, Fahibazona55 and I'm glad that you decided to join me once again for some film related discussion. And as you heard from the top of the episode, we're here to talk about the latest film in the Disney animated realm, Raya and the Last Dragon. Now, it was surprising to hear her name pronounced as Raya, like Maya, the 3D animation software. I always just kept calling it Raya, but as it happens from time to time, there seems to be certain names of places or things that you assume have a different sound when you spell it out to yourself. But then when you hear it spoken from the official source, you're like, oh, that's surprising. Just look at Pokemon. The amount of Pokemon that I thought specifically was said a certain way, and then you watch the cartoon or hear some of the voice acting, you're just like, oh, so it's pronounced this way. Okay, fair enough. But anyway, that's a different tangent for another time. Uh, Ryan the Last Dragon was one of those Disney films I was looking forward to for a while, mainly because I was sold on the concept and the setting. Anything that has an Asian influence, I'm all over. I like their stories, their settings, especially when it's in ancient times and has anything to do with dragons. I love dragons. Dragons are my favorite mythical creatures. So... I was sold on it straight away. Then the cast was announced and I was pretty hyped to see them do their voice performances, especially because a couple of them were from Crazy Rich Ages and that was one of my favorite films from 2018. And then I saw the first trailer and I was like, okay, it's not the most wow based trailer, but I was like, I was already in, so I didn't need to watch anything else. So I didn't watch any of the additional trailers that came after that. So I went into this film sort of semi blind. I'd heard some good things prior to its uh, release on Disney Plus, you know, with the premium release recently. And I was ready. I was ready to like this film. And I saw it a few days ago and I've had a little bit of time to, you know, just marinate on it because I was going to do my review a little sooner. But I just wanted to, you know, gather my thoughts and make sure that I am in the right, like, you know, was it mind space about this? I wanted to make sure that my thoughts were correct. And I don't think my thoughts about this film are going to change that much. But I'm going to tell you up front, this film is good. It's familiar, but it's good. And there are certain unique elements about it that I do like. And maybe a couple things that I may save for a spoiler section on this review, which will be time coded. But yeah, man, I, I had a good time with this. And I will tell you why in the standard format that we do. So we'll talk about story, characters, presentation, and then the conclusion. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump in. Alright, and now it's time to talk about the plot, and it can be summed up as the following. So many moons ago, in the fantasy world of Common Draw, you have humans and dragons who used to live together in harmony. You know, good times and everything. However, these sinister monsters known as the Dragon came out of nowhere and threatened the land, so the dragons had to sacrifice themselves using magic in order to save humanity. However, 500 years later, those same monsters came back. So now it's down to Raya, this lone warrior, to track down the last dragon to stop the drun for good. 
And that is the basic way of summarizing this film without going into the era spoilers. So as I mentioned before, the plot for this film is familiar, yet has its own unique elements. It's kind of hard for children's animated films to do unique stuff in terms of their plots, it's considering how many of these films exist in the world already. And besides the few times where you have studios like Pixar and Leica that sort of push the envelope and change things up in a sort of significant way, you'll always have the plot that runs in a certain order where you know where things are going. You can get from point A to point B to point C. And while the setting and the characters are different, you'll sort of recognize those tropes and cozy conventions as the story goes along. And I felt that was the case for this film. Disney have always been traditionalist when it comes to their stories. And while there have been, you know, some exceptions to the rules, especially in recent years, I still feel like their story structure is something that you can, you know, see coming as the story progresses. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. I thought this film was just very competent at what it was able to do, and I thought its central theme around trust and, you know, being burnt by someone that you trusted beforehand and not be willing to trust again, but then have to confront a situation where you have to be open to trust someone again is some good stuff, it's some good life lessons, and those aspects of the film I thought were very good. There's some really good character-based material, and seeing where the characters start off to where they are at the end of the film, there is a decent level of progression, and that central theme of trust is highlighted in full force. It's really good. One of the elements I quite liked about the film was its humour. While I don't think the jokes hit all the time, when it was good, it was bloody good. And I am very fickle when it comes to humor, you guys know that, but I thought the humor in this film was sporadic, but when used correctly, it was pretty good. Some of it I thought at first was gonna grate on me, but then as the film went on, it found unique ways to use it where it was fun. And yeah, overall, I just had a good time with it. I thought it was a solid film from start to end with some unique elements. I would say the only thing that it didn't do was wow me, and I know that's a big ask considering how many children's animated films have to come out and do something unique with its premise characters and so on and so forth, but I feel like every so often there is a film from these animated studios that really push the boat out and do something unique, whether it be Soul or Kubo and the Two Strings, Toy Story 3, the last two How to Train Your Dragon films. and even Disney with Zootopia and Moana, both of those films, like, you know, was it killed me in 2016. Yeah, man, there's just not something like that that sort of, you know, really blew my mind or just made me look at the film in a more engaged way than usual. But, you know, Raya is still a good time. All right, and now it's time to talk about the characters. And I think that the characters in this film were bloody great. I feel like this is my favorite cast of characters in a Disney animated film for a while now. Everybody served a purpose and had their moments to shine. And throughout the story, you see them show up and you see why they have a reason for being in this film. They all have their own interesting quirks and personality elements. And I also just love the cast. The cast were really good primarily all Asian cast and I like the fact that they all had their moments to show off their vocal range. All these characters felt like real realized people even if they were there for comedic effect. But yeah, let's start with Raya played by Kelly Marie Tran. I like Raya. She is this confident warrior lady who 
at the end of the day, it's just a normal individual just set on a task that's pretty much larger than life. But rather than it being one of those sort of, you know, destined warriors or some person with a unique power set, she's just a person who knows how to fight, has a good head on her shoulders. She uses logic. And I like that about her. She was just a normal person, but the film never hyped it up for her to be like anything beyond that. And I also like that she wasn't just a happy-go-lucky sort of protagonist. She's been through some stuff. And because of that, she's become a little cynical. And I like when we have protagonists that feel a little bit closer to realism in the sense that, you know, they're not all positive all the time. That they would have endured certain things that would have made them a little jaded to certain human interaction, essentially. And Kelly Marie Tran infused the character with such a level of confidence and fun. And I was engaged throughout whenever she was on screen. And then you have Aquafina who plays Sisu. And oh my god, what a 180 from Raya. This girl was this crazy, fun, quirky, larger than life dragon character who definitely gave me vibes of Mushu and the genie from Mulan and Aladdin. This character is so quirky and all over the place and because of the distance in time, she doesn't have the full awareness of how the world works in the 500 years since she was alive. So they end up in these funny situations where things can go wrong because Sisu's not really paying attention, but she also has these super fun moments of discovering her abilities and whatnot. And Aquafina was just so fun. I thought at first that her character might get on my nerves a little bit considering some of the jokes she was busting out, but she was fun. She was just super solid throughout and I love their scenes together. Raya and Sisu have this great dynamic that definitely grows and becomes more towards the latter side of the film. I also really like Gemma Chan as Namari. She was the antagonist for the film and I like seeing how these characters started out, her and Raya, and then ended up becoming enemies throughout the film. She's confident aggressive, very determined, and while you can see that she's doing things for herself, she's also doing things for the sake of her kingdom and her mother, so there's an interesting sort of dynamic going on there as well, and while she definitely comes across as a villain throughout the film, you can tell that there's something deeper going on beneath the surface, and I feel like Chan did great in the role, she definitely infuses character with a very dark tone, which I appreciated. And also, Raya's little gang that she hanged around with, including Boon, Tong, and this little baby with her monkey friends. Oh my god, these guys were such a good crew of people together. They bounced off of each other really well. Benedict Wong played Tong, and he was this big, beefy guy who's really tough, but also kind of dumb. I really liked him. Isaac Wang as Boon was one of the most charismatic child people I've seen in one of these animated films for a while but he was really quirky and fun and the little baby with her monkey friends who's like this little con artist oh my god incredible she's known as little noi and is great fantastic I've never seen fancy characters like that but they were cute and hilarious they were fab and then there's tuk tuk I want one I want one so badly He's like this weird armadillo looking mofo and he's great. The most adorable thing I've ever seen in my life. I want one. I know that this is going into the visual side of things, but this film has some of the cutest character designs for anything I've seen for a while. And I want some of them. 
And well, since we were just talking about some of the visual sides of the film anyway, we might as well just move into the presentation. So visually, this film is very nice. It has a very distinctive kind of look that separates it from the other Disney films, especially when it comes to the character designs. I feel like the characters all have very unique faces and body structures and the color work is especially nice with such a great spectrum of colors i especially like a lot of the blues pinks and oranges and yellows that go with the sky and some of these locations the cool thing about the world that this film exists in is that several of the separate locations all have their own look and feel and it kind of feels like a video game world. There were certain moments where Raya is riding on Tuk Tuk going through the big giant desert locations, but then you get to a place that's on the water where it's just like a sort of wooden based city on wood. It's kind of hard to explain. I'm really bad at explaining stuff, but then you've got a snowy location, then you've got a island that's surrounded by a lot of water that's lush with greenery and all that kind of stuff everything has a very distinctive location but i kept imagining in my mind i could see a ride in the last dragon video game where you could just ride along go from location to location maybe a bit of fast travel and oh my god in my mind this game looked great i don't think disney do licensed video games in that kind of way anymore but i want it i think that the action sequences look pretty cool and while the hand-to-hand -hand combat didn't have that same sort of oomph that I had hoped for, it definitely had its moments where fights between Raya and Namari specifically definitely looked pretty good. And then there was the film score, which was done by the wonderful James Newton Howard. I feel like this score definitely had its moments where it shone brightly, and there were these really nice moments where you got to hear some singing in there, that definitely invoked that sort of Asian feel. And there were certain moments where the emotional size, where it was either subtle or more grandiose, definitely worked. I wouldn't say it was like one of the most amazing film scores I've heard in a Disney animated film, but it was pretty solid. All right, and now we're heading into the spoiler territory of the review for just a tiny bit. Don't worry, it will be highlighted in the time codes below. But yeah, I wanted to talk about this whole thing going on between Raya and Namari. Now, straight from the time that those two met up with each other, they were friends. However, as the film goes on, they get older and they have some of these interactions. I feel like there is a subtle or not so subtle indication that these two kind of have feelings for each other that goes beyond the realm of friendship. Now, for a little while, especially towards the latter side of the film, it really felt like these guys might hook up. They might kiss and I'm just like, is this going to be it? Is this going to be the first lesbian couple in a Disney animated film? No, of course not. Now, that's not me saying that I wouldn't want it. I was pretty much open to the idea of these two hooking up pretty much from the get-go because they have an interesting dynamic together, especially towards the latter side of the film because, you know, they had a very good friendship from the time that they were introduced to each other. And by the end of the film, considering all the stuff that they've gone through and the fact that they've renewed their friendship, I was like, yo man, this could be a thing. But we have to remember this is Disney we're talking about here. 
Now, they have definitely made some strides to become more progressive and more inclusive with each new animated film that they do, but I still feel like they're not going to jump the gun just yet because they're still trying to cast the widest net in order to get all the types of viewers possible, so I think they're still going to stay neutral for the time being, but I really appreciated the fact that there was this hint at a relationship between Raya and Namari that wasn't just friendship based. Whether we'll be able to get to that point in, you know, whatever period of time in the future remains to be seen, but I just wanted to put that out there. Alright, and now it's time for our conclusion. Overall, I would say Ryan the Last Dragon is a good time and I would recommend it wholeheartedly. I like the story, there's some good themes in there, the cast are great and their characters are so well animated, have distinctive designs, visually the film is really really nice, has a nice film score as well, and it invokes this nice quality that feels nostalgic yet familiar and has some new fresh elements that are mixed in there to make it very glorious. I still want this as a video game but it probably won't happen but yeah man I feel like in time this will be looked upon as one of the better Disney protagonists that we've had for a while now. Raya has the potential to be a fan favorite I'm pretty sure but I think we'll have to have a little bit more time after you know this year is over to marinate on it and then see how she stacks up against future you know protagonists as the uh, film studio progresses. But anyway, that was my thoughts on the film. Now I want to throw it to you. Have you seen Ryan the Last Dragon? And if so, what did you think of it? Let me know in the comment section below or holler at me on Twitter where I'm at Hyperson55 or at FilmFocus55. I'm also on that Facebook and we're also on WordPress. And the podcast exists primarily on SoundCloud, but we're also on iTunes, Spotify. And yeah, just look us up online. We're in a good few places. But yeah, that'll do it for now. Thank you for listening as always, ladies and gentlemen. And until the next time, this is the Hyper Sonic 55 signing out. Peace.